FM 104 is switched on and I'm joined by Paul Noonan, who's one half of Houseplants. Hello. Hey, Louise. Thank you so much for chatting to me this evening. So you have a brand new single out, No Pushover. I hear this is about Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a seven and a half minute banger uh, about Elon. Excellent. Um, no, it, 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 <laughs> I mean, it, it's a sort of, I suppose, it was a, like an amazing piece of music that Dahi sent me. Mm. and said sing on that will you <laughs> um, and so I did with, like for a lot of it there is no singing and I suppose I I had just seen this thing about Elon that he and his brother um, when they're in the hot tub <laughs> he liked to talk about this thing called the simulation argument which is this hypothesis that we're all in a simulation mm-hmm. Um, that's been run by some sort of life form many millennia ahead that AI effectively has kind of evolved to the point of being able to simulate life as we're experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And and there's various levels within that, like there's AI within AI within AI. It just, it, 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 it struck me as a hilarious idea the 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 bros were in were in the hot tub talking about this and uh, it's it struck me as maybe is this the ultimate sort of do people would some people think of this as the ultimate inner sanctum yeah you know, I know Elon has a lot of fanboys and the idea of being in the hot tub talking about this stuff probably <laughs> would be very attractive to some people but um, I just think it's hilarious is that where you get like do you get inspiration from everywhere then yeah I think. I um, I kind of have a load of voice notes and scribblings, various notebooks that I sort of gather as I as I move through my day or or night. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and do it, and um, and then when it comes to having to or wanting to, to to put together a bunch of songs for a project, I kind of look through these notes and and and, and uh, recordings and see what lands, what mm-hmm. triggers. Uh, more lines from a single line in conjunction with a piece of music, you know, and, and trying to mix and match and, and find something that I suppose it's, it's all kind of come to the idea that it's it should be about feeling. If you feel something in response, or if you feel that that something is clicking, uh, then 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 run with it. You know, something might be kind of well worked on paper, but if you're not feeling it, then that's mm. ultimately the, the test. So, yeah, I mean, but so the houseplants would be more of a... Um, so Dahi and I, as you said, it's it's uh, it was a, a, a lockdown project, really. It was mm-hmm. a lot of people during lockdown when there were no gigs and, um, you know, a lot of musicians were just kind of reaching out, saying, how's it going? I hope you're doing all right. And Dahi and I had worked on something a few years ago and did the same thing. And then we said, uh, I said, I had a couple of things that I would have, just bits of recordings, similar sort of half-baked ideas that I said, would you be interested in hearing a couple of things? And He said, yeah, and vice versa. So we started trading music like that, sending each other files, building songs that way for that first record. And it was it was a bit of a two lads in their in their bunkers or their potting sheds, just kind of nerdily tipping away. And it and it, but then it became a real thing where we had a band and did gigs mm-hmm. and did festivals. And it was such a lovely 
uh, extension of what was a sort of way of staying sane, I suppose, during lockdown or staying kind of connected to our creative selves. The fact that it had this sort of uh, real life manifestation after the fact was such a thrill. And we, in in sort of deciding to do another record, we just wanted to to do more of it. We want Mm -hmm. to, because the band we put together... um, Sinead, Glenn and Alex, friends of ours, that it's, it's, it's such a lovely, easy vibe. And because the houseplants is a very specific thing, like the parameters are pretty narrow, what it is, it's a, it's a, it's a thrusting, punky dance thing where we all wear suits. And whereas a lot of other projects would be kind of a lot sort of more, more vague and broad and, and, and tend to be, with Bellex One, for example, we tend to, spiral and mm. and sort of circle and ideas for a long time before we land on things yeah and whereas this it was great to have kind of very distinct parameters and it's a very closed shop as well like dahi is such a accomplished dude generally but mm-hmm. like uh, as a recording engineer and producer we were very we we're very self-contained you know we record everything ourselves and, and he mixes and masters and he does all the videos now that we've been working on lately he's, he's a really great visual uh, guy as well for artwork and just general sort of the feel of something and the first so, album um, Dry Goods yeah. that came out in 2021 you're now working on a second album how did yeah. it differ working on the second album to the first one I think because it's, it, this is it's, it was, it's more of a sort of conscious uh, I suppose straight up band project that we're making a second record as opposed to Christ there's there's a global pandemic <laughs> yeah. oh my god what are we doing mm. the world is going to end you know so it's 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 being made in a much less fraught time I suppose but uh, but it, it, and also we're, we're 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 seeing we're in the same room for a lot of the recording mm-hmm. we're he's a studio in Clare that I've been down to a lot and I have a space here in Dublin that he's been up to so we're actually being able to make decisions in real time and sort of bounce ideas a lot quicker. And the fact that you do it all yourselves as well must bring an element of freedom to it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think like a big thing when you start making music is the recording side of things is, is, is quite a... You're sort of taught or even subconsciously have this idea that it's it's not for you, that's sort of, that's for the technicians, that's, mm. that's kind of out of bounds for musicians, that's beyond your pay grade or whatever. So you, you often have to sort of be explaining things that you hear to engineers. Yeah. Uh, and and, and they can be intimidating, you know, and studios could, could be intimidating. You look at all the buttons and the <laughs> faders and, you know, it's all a bit uh, scary. But uh, I, I think I think that's really been demystified. And I love seeing, uh, mu- you know, younger musicians now who who... who who really get it that that's part of the craft now. It's being able to record and being able to sort of shape sounds and sort of realize those ideas that you might have. It's You can actually realize those yourselves mm-hmm. by getting a hang of the technical end of things like EQ, compression, and, you know, the, the sort of like the art of recording. Because I suppose you're hoping, like if you're depending on someone else to do it, you're hoping they'll get the vision that you're seeing in your head or that you're hearing in your head. Which doesn't always, I'm, I'm assuming, translate over. No, no, but the, it, it, it doesn't always. But it can. It, somebody like on the technical end of things can add an awful lot to, yeah, to the true. process as well. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you know, can take it somewhere that you didn't necessarily 
mm-hmm. envisage, but that ends up being great. And that's, you know, that's a, that, that is a, a great, um, can be a great part of the process too. But yeah, it also it can be frustrating where you kind of feel like you're, Sometimes you can feel like you're you're you're, you're kind of you lack the language, or mm-hmm. it can be frustrating to to, to to be unable to express yourself in that way. It's another way of collaborating in some ways, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think you know often you know, there was again there was this kind of old school idea of artist and then recording engineer, but yeah. that, that line has been really blurred. And also the idea of like a demo, and then the real thing. Whereas like recordings are recordings. Like there isn't a sort of necessarily like huge leap from demo to to whatever ends up being put out. We also must ask you because you work in music therapy as well. Yes, I did. Yeah, I um I I I went and did a, a masters in music therapy a few years ago just because I suppose I was I got interested in why music works and why mm. what what's going on in the brain with music and uh I suppose went down a bit of a rabbit hole in that, and then I discovered that music therapy was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing, an actual discipline where you can go and train, and you know you get a qualification, and, and, and it's a clinical profession where you have to, you know, work alongside doctors and and physios and speech and language therapists, and you know, psych, psychotherapists. So it's a it's a proper sort of clinical discipline that you have to sort of, you know, row in with sort of the overall clinical picture for, 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 for a client. And it's really um, fascinating. Really yeah, it's, it's so fascinating how it can open up the mind so much, just music, memories. Yeah, I think like just neurologically, like music works, you know, in very different ways to other stimulus or the other mm. sort of language, say, or, or memory, like musical memories stored quite differently to other kinds of memory, which is often, you know, you, you, you hear of, People who older people living with dementia, for example, may have forgotten a lot. May have forgotten who their loved ones are. Don't recognise people anymore. Um, and but yes, can remember all the words to a song from sixty years ago. You know, yeah, it's amazing that those memories are are sort of stored and accessed differently. That it kind of feels like in some ways music is kind of is such a sort of deep rooted elemental thing for us humans. Um, that you know, we all feel it when we go to shows or or listen to like music that really moves us. It's it's a really profound, deep rooted thing. It really is. And Houseplants are or have their new single out, No Pushover. You're also going to be releasing your second album very soon, hopefully. And then you'll be also in the Button Factory in Dublin on the 26th of April. If you want to keep up to date with everything you guys are up to, where's the best place to get you? Uh, Houseplants.band. Or you know, our Instagram page uh, is where it's at, yeah. Excellent. Paul Noonan of Houseplants, thanks so much for chatting to us. Thanks so much for chatting.